All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Haven't You Always Wished. My name is Jonathan, and this is the podcast in which we talk about those things where you always wanted an opportunity and maybe you've never reached it, but maybe you have, but you always knew you always wanted to get there. I wanted to make just a real quick welcome to everybody. Uh, It's been a crazy weekend and crazy week for us here at the show. And uh, I just wanted to say uh, good luck to uh, all those people who hold that wish in for the big game that's happening this coming Sunday. And, uh, but I'm excited about this episode. Uh, I had an opportunity um, to talk to somebody who I I never thought I would ever get a chance to interview, um, but is somebody that I, I I owe a lot of what I've become uh, when it comes to this podcast and improv, my trivia work. Uh, so uh, without further ado, I just want to get right to the interview. Um, yeah, so we'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, I am excited, ecstatic many other adjectives to uh, introduce everyone to uh, somebody who I've always wished that could come in and I could ask those burning questions I never got a chance to. Um, but about five years ago, uh, I decided to take a journey into the world of improv, and I'm excited to introduce everyone to Dave LaSalle, uh, who was my my first improv teacher. Hi. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to, to come in and do this with me. This is exciting. Yeah, this is, it's, it's my pleasure. Uh, so five years ago, I was this nervous 25 year old who was not sure about anything in his life, um, brought a friend from work and was ready to, to give improv a try. And you made life so much simpler and so much easier <laughs> when it comes to this this game we play every so often of the make em ups. Um, what was what drove you first to want to teach improv? Oh gosh, uh, I think well, I think like so many other people, I fell head over heels in love with improv. Yeah, um, and uh was at that point just obsessive about it and okay. reading about it and think it was you know you know it was like that thing that when you're not thinking about anything else what are you thinking about and my answer at that point was improv yeah. all the time uh and then I'm I'm a teacher by trade I've been an, an educator for a long long time so the two just sort of seemed to fit together I know for a while for a long time I felt like uh you know, as you do, that I didn't have the chops to teach yet. Okay. But uh, Thomas Dotstry really pushed me to uh, to go ahead and brave it. Yeah. So I think when you were in my class, I was pretty new as an improv instructor. Mm. And uh, we were all nervous. That's we were good. all nervous. That's, that's, we a, were that's all a little nervous good together. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so having that, that, the first line I think you gave us, was don't try to be funny and you could hear a collective sigh of relief Mm -hmm. um is that sort of a mantra that you like push forward with students when it comes to teaching improv because it it was one of the first lines i told my improv club that i have at my school 
Yeah, well, right. I think it's it's <laughs> I think it's easy to remember uh or imagine the pressure that that puts you under. Mm. Right? Like uh, putting people effectively in the spotlight right. and and saying now it's your moment to be brilliant and right. hilarious. Uh and you feel like in that moment like so much of your worth as a human on the planet uh, it, it hangs in the balance mm. as to whether you're going to be able to be funny and perform at that moment. It's just like this heavy, heavy thing that people carry in. And I think that's where so much of the fear comes from is uh, I have to now be like, I think I'm funny at Thanksgiving. You know, my, my family <laughs> thinks I'm funny, but now here I am surrounded by strangers right. who all think they're funny. And it's my, it's my time to do that thing terrifying oh it's fucking awful uh so yes i think that's really really important for beginning improvisers mm -hmm. to take that off the table i also think just as far as your the worst habits you can build when you're starting improv come from trying to be funny oh yeah for sure so i think we just want to clear that out of the way right away yeah that's what i discovered with teaching uh i'm teaching fourth grade to eighth grade students improv oh my god <laughs> and it's it's funny that you tell kids who are just like living in their imagination all yeah. day every day to not try to be funny and then they're just like mm -mm, no 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 right this is my opportunity to take the world that i have and just put it out there and in, into the the actual universe oh yeah i'm gonna it's right it's my time to crush yeah, it this is gonna be wonderful yeah uh, we i did, got some characters to show you i the the one thing i could I, I hung my hat on we did a little performance for their parents uh they we were doing um we were doing four corners and they got they i told the kids don't ask for a name because you can't really improvise with names. It's mm -hmm. really difficult. Ask for a location, ask for a random item, but don't ask for names. And the, uh, the, the student I had hosting goes, who's your favorite kid? And it's just like, Ugh. and this one parent said, kid president. And they did three beautiful scenes where we had kid president, teenage president, elderly president. They did a herald. They did a herald, <laughs> and it was magnificent the rest of the show was rough but yeah that what that that's what i hung my hat on that is uh I, I gotta tell you though that is like a tremendous ask i think that i am probably going to use that tonight in the show is who's your favorite kid who's your favorite like, kid what a great get that is <laughs> it's, who's your favorite kid is it is it your firstborn is, is it, it jeremy could it like, be me who's your favorite, favorite kid so i was just like oh, i should i shouldn't have put that in their their head because then it was just like Oh, don't ask for a name. Don't ask for a name. Name, 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 kid. Yep. Just point to me. I'm your favorite kid. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we we we're doing this improv thing. You've how long have you been doing improv? Uh, okay. Um, because you you're in theater too, correct? Uh, like, I dip my toe in now and then. Okay. Yeah. The uh the part of people's brains that tracks things that happen chronologically. Okay. Is not real strong in, right, my, in my head. I know this. I know my troop training for prom formed yep. in 2011. Okay. I think I was probably improvising for two and a half years before that. Okay. So what does that make me? 2008, 2009, something yeah. like that? That's right. So you've been with training for prom for over, what, seven years now? Yeah. That's that's spectacular. Crazy, I know. That is an amazingly long Our time. Our birthday is coming up. Ooh. Are we doing a special thing here for uh, you? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh. It, it, wait, there might be a surprise. Okay. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm assuming a there's going to be a huge surprise I would, party. I would hope I'm assuming so. it's going to be just a massive seven-year celebration. It's going to happen. As there has been for years one through six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we're just going to throw a real prom. We're, yes. we're going to invite <laughs> yeah. Baltimore City schools to just have their prom here. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, we need this date. Everybody's coming. Bring a date. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's... I. I I don't I I would say that when it comes to improv history and knowledge I I am probably one of the lackluster of of people in this building in this organization. I don't I don't read much, I don't watch much. Um I think that's a fault on me, but um I do know that uh what I found out I went to New York recently uh is that troops don't stay around that long. No. Uh, and then having been in a troop that uh, started as like in, an independent scene for a year, and that was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some tips you have for people who are starting an, an indie troop to to ha- to stay such a solidified group? Because there's not much overturn when it comes to training for prom. Well, uh, it's been gradual overturn. Okay. At, at this point, I am the only surviving member of the okay. original training for prom. Okay. But Kelly arrived uh in the second year mm-hmm. and then uh uh and with and Philip as well. Yeah. And then Katie the year after that. Okay. So there are there are definitely a number of us that have been okay. for quite a while. Uh I think that we have been very deliberate and very careful about making sure that the people that we invite to play with us are people that we really like and enjoy and enjoy playing with um but also that that just on a human level that that we're gonna we're gonna mesh with them so we have i think always erred a little bit on the side of caution we have a policy in the troop uh which is we need consensus to bring anybody in so if anybody says no then then it's a no. no okay uh, and I think it's served us well, um, as far as longevity, certainly. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, it is, it's wonderful to see you all still performing and it's like, training for prom was one of the first troops I saw and fell in love with. And like, that was the reason why I wanted to keep doing what I was doing. Um, yeah. So, uh, being a teacher, being mm-hmm. a teacher in, you know, in, in the school setting and also in improv, um, what are some things that you have uh, learned to bring and sort of mesh in together? Whether it was something from improv you brought to the classroom or from the classroom into... John, this is a hard question. That's a, it is a hard question. All right. <laughs> uh, let me think about it. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know that I can say that I've imported things from one directly into the other. I mean, I've stolen stuff. Okay. Okay, well, yes, I can. I can. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, any... Uh, you know, any teaching that you do, mm-hmm. you're breaking apart skills and scaffolding. You're building things in level by level. You're meeting students where they are. So those are things I learned in the classroom that you've got to bring in uh, to the improv classroom right. as well, right, is we've got to stage things in in ways that make sense to people. We've got to break them down and talk about things. I, I also work with, um, worked for, for a lot of, lot of years with uh, kids with learning differences. So I would have, you know, in my classroom, I would have wildly divergent brains happening. Okay. So I think I also, by virtue of that, got used to and 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 pretty decent at explaining a concept from like seven different angles. Okay. Um, 
And I think that that served me well too. And uh, the other thing that I think uh, crosses over in that direction is just the idea of those check-ins, those teacher check-ins, like really making sure that you know where everybody is. Mm. Uh, So I think that that has come from the classroom into improv. From improv into the classroom, uh, I mean, from improv into life, right, right, is this whole sort of yes and spirit. Um, And this, uh, the whole idea of really openly listening to what's happening and making sure that you've heard everything before you go push any agenda of your own. So I think that has to have come into my teaching. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't think think anything is as good, anything I've found is as good for teaching listening as improv. So uh, listening is such a huge part of, uh, hi Maggie, she's outside. Something about listening. Yeah, something about listening. Maggie, Maggie Fantasy walks up to the door and then everything just goes off the rails. Uh, well, thank you, Dave, so much. Um, I have to tell you, I am uh, thrilled because I believe we get to perform together tomorrow night. We don't. Uh, we don't. You're not performing I anymore? I can't. I've got to go up to New Jersey. Well, thanks, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, well, there that goes. Uh, but one day soon. One day soon we'll get this opportunity. Uh, at least we got today. Um, where, where can people find you, uh, on a, on a normal basis if you want to, you know, promote anything? Uh, I am at the Baltimore Improv Group Theater every Friday night for the month of February at, uh, 9 PM mm-hmm. with training for prom. And then we also have the, uh, I don't know when this is going out to the uh, well it's probably going to go out uh, this this coming week so it's going to be Tuesday the what 28th that's super perfect because I'm flogging our Valentine's Day show which okay. is our our uh, audience interactive where we take two members of the audience and they become the stars Ooh. of the show it's called when blank met blank an improvised romantic comedy so we do a full romantic comedy with two audience members who come up on stage and gradually over the course of an evening become the stars of an improv show that's exciting it's so friggin that i cannot wait to see that i love it all right well uh thank you dave so much thank you um uh i really appreciate it make sure you check us out on facebook or twitter we have to ask you know we're we're always asking that question what's something that you've wished you could have done but you haven't really achieved it yet so make sure you drop us a line there on our social media platforms and also our website at we have to ask.com um But yeah, this was, uh, thank you, Dave, so much. It was really great to have a chance to talk to you. Um, This has been another episode of Haven't You Always Wished. My name is Jonathan, and as always, when you wish upon a star. This has been another episode of Haven't You Always Wished. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks, guys, and chaos for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaveToask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehaveToask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. 
So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.